was so quiet with you guys not saying anything. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Space Time Taco. I'm your host, Chris, with... Nate. And, for the first time in, like, forever... Dave! <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're, we're all back. Dave, Dave sent us... Well, not sent us. Showed us gifts for our delayed birthdays, because we haven't seen each other in forever. Thank you, coronavirus. Due to... No, you can't say that word on the internet for some reason. Uh, yeah. Can't say it on Facebook. You can't say it on Facebook now, either? Well, there was a thing going around where people were getting zucked. Zucked? And apparently the common theme between all of their posts was the word coronavirus. Yeah, because anybody with any opinion on it whatsoever, they're trying to filter it. because Mostly because of the misinformation. The people talking shit about 5G and all that other stuff. You mean 5G but, isn't the reason for all this? I so no, 5G's been around since before the coronavirus started. Yep. Yes, there are NFL, a lot of NFL stadiums had 5G last year. There are a lot of conspiracy theories floating around coronavirus. Dr. Disrespect actually got called out on Twitch for uh, reading and sharing articles on a stream that had to do he's, with... He's playing a character. I was going to say also weird. him... That's the problem, him though. Called out every, you, can't, you can't really... The take anything is, like that says at face value because they're playing a character. Well, the problem is, is it's like when CinemaSin says that they're satire, right? Is no matter how much someone says that, there's going to be some people, whether they're in the minority or not, doesn't matter. There's going to be some people that take that, that interpret that as fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're right. And Dr. Disrespect, the problem is, is he can always, always get away with saying that he was doing something in character. And just like that when he was, filmed in that bathroom. Yeah, that just doesn't <laughs> or when he fly. cheated on his wife. I don't know. We just, we yeah, or when he cheated on his wife. With long ago. I finished he Community. Thought. I finished all of Community last night. Season 6. Damn, done. you watched all, including the bad season. <laughs> I watched... It took me about two weeks to finish the whole show on Netflix. And even, even with President Keith David? Was it yes, worth We talked about waiting for? Uh, Chevy Chase... Oh, God. And how he was booted from the show and how some stuff came out about him afterward. Like, can Chevy Chase really get away with saying, well, he was just being, you know, basically racist and sexist because he was playing a character on a TV show? Like, Yeah, but then you find out the stuff he said behind closed doors when the cameras weren't rolling was just as bad as the stuff his character said. That's a little different. But I, I see what you're saying. I'm just saying, like, when you do it as a Twitch streamer, when you're that popular, you have a responsibility to people, and blurring the line like that is is a dangerous thing to do. That's Those fun. guys do not care about responsibility one bit. They are here nope. to they make get away with money. Everything. They get away. The thing is, is, is they don't care about responsibility not just because they're making money, because they make Twitch a lot of money, and Twitch won't hold them accountable for anything that they do or say. Like, they don't even. They don't they even will, uphold their bans. They will break Twitch's rules, and Twitch will still allow them to stream. Yep. And we found that out with Alinity just like two weeks ago. Actually, it was one week ago. One week ago. So the only thing that she Time got banned for was accidental nudity on her stream. Like, well, and, but and she's you know, done so much before that that is a bannable offense. That her it's, happened, it's happened at least twice. Um, <laughs> and she was also unbanned early. Most streamers that get that nudity ban get it for at least a month. She was unbanned after like three days. Exactly. Wow. It's, the problem with Twitch is it's it's run by cronies, basically. Like, 
They also, were... I saw the clip, and it's not even that impressive of, of a titty. It wasn't even that, <laughs> wasn't even that nice. Well, I'm glad we got the important details out of the way. <laughs> Six out of ten. Six out of ten. <laughs> but uh, uh, all I'm saying is, we all know <laughs> that Twitch has its own problems, and that's kind of why we, you know, have moved from the platform amongst other things. I saw a funny uh, Twitch stream today. Somebody took and made a fake Shroud account because Shroud streams on Mixer now. Oh god! They made a, a fake Shroud account with a vod of his stream. They plastered a bunch of like annotations over it, linking to like a CS:GO gambling website to make it seem like that Shroud was endorsing it. And they had bots in the chat saying like, "Oh my god, thanks for the skins, blah blah blah," you know, and then linking the URL. So I saw that today on Twitch. So among all of the other things that the platform has got going for it, it's got bots and scammers trying to take over right now. So it's funny you mentioned that. Um, we, one, we're not we're not going back to Twitch for streaming games, uh, but. I do think that moving forward, we're still going to do the podcast live on YouTube, but yep. I do want to move the gaming side because gaming on YouTube for live is not the greatest, uh, especially since the whole YouTube gaming thing kind of went nowhere. Um, I kind of want to move that over to Mixer, be Mixer because they also have that ultra low latency, which... I really enjoy on here because, like, I've had full-on conversations in chat, and it felt like it was like almost instant. Well, then there we go. We may be moving to mixer. Yeah, well, I mean, I just would... just for gameplay, since I mean, we're now that you can actually stream again, Nate, right? Yes, I can. Stream. Well, the other thing too is on the, the other like bright side is that Mixer is a little quieter than Twitch, so you have a greater chance at building like a more solid audience, especially for starting fresh. There's less comp less competition, so there's a higher higher chance to stand out. Is it has, it's abandoned its original purpose completely. Oh yeah, like it's it's specifically it's just in it for the money at this point. Yeah, I, I said I told the, you earlier. The round category is like the number one category on the website. I said Twitch is a is a currency exchange website. Not to say that Mixer isn't as well, but like they want people to spend money on bits and then give bits to streamers they're like a bank they're not a gaming website <laughs> i mean hell i only put uh i only put twitch stream up the other day so i could get that beta for uh valorant valorant Val is it valorant yeah um i've had it had it installed have not touched it at all <laughs> uninstall that shit if you're not playing it <laughs> 10 cents got you got your machine they got all your details oh no Antivirus runs in your kernel, man. You, they they have access to everything. Wait, did you did you uninstall it? Yes, I did. I played it for a week and then I uninstalled. Oh wow! Did you not like it, or was it? Oh no, like... I, I liked it a lot, but I'm not gonna have fucking Tencent running my machine. <laughs> hey, at least it's better than uh, the rumors about that last um, Cooking Mama game. Right, the one that actually like turned your uh, your console into a. a, a, a... Uh, minor, yeah, yeah, minor, yeah. Fucking hell! Cooking Mama turning your console into a Bitcoin. So Nate, so, there was a new Cooking it, Mama game. Well, I don't remember the full details, so whatever I don't remember, I'm sure you can fill in. But basically, there was a new Cooking Mama game that the company that developed it had it all ready to go, had the deal, had everything set before they launched it the company that owns the license to Cooking Mama told them they didn't want the game coming out. The game mm. still came out. 
just out of nowhere onto Nintendo. I don't remember if it came out on any other consoles yet. I know supposedly there's a date, a release date now for PlayStation. Whether or not that is fucking happening, who knows? So it actually did did get released April first or April second, I think, and then it was promptly removed from the yeah. Nintendo marketplace like two days later with no explanation. Um, and during this time, there's been a whole bunch of legal shit going on about if they had the right to do it in the first place. Uh, but aside from that, I don't remember if it was just a rumor or if it was proved that it was actually also mining bitcoins from so, using your Switch. So it hasn't been proven. It's still rumor. We can mm-hmm. we can say that just so we don't get in trouble. It's still a rumor. Allegedly. But the, the rumor is that the game has blockchain-based DRM. And... Basically, when you're using your Switch, you're when you're playing the game. Anybody who was able to download it in those two days, like your network traffic skyrockets, your battery life, like it's you know it's being killed. Like you know, like you're playing Legend of Zelda when you're playing fucking Cooking Mama, and the thing overheats in like half an hour. Yep, that is nuts. Cause I don't, I don't know why people develop games that way. I don't know what the purpose behind releasing a game in that state really is well not only that the game itself is also trash i believe (laughs) but it's it's not like cooking mama was a super popular series it was a Nate. you are wrong you are very wrong that game is beloved cult classic at best the thing that kind of was a was a freaking amazing blockbuster film or fight club was an amazing blockbuster film it wasn't it's a cult classic the thing that kind of adds to the rumor when it came out is that the game was set to release on PS4 and a bunch of other systems. It was mm-hmm. coming to Nintendo first, but it was set to release on like the 3DS and then PS4 as well. I think PC. All of those releases got canned, and any discussion about it on like the official Nintendo Switch subreddit is being removed. So oh, that I didn't know is about that. wow, that's crazy. Yeah, there was a thread uh, the day or today after like it was like a month ago. I'm looking at the Wayback Machine. There was a thread like a day or two after the game came out that got up to like 60 comments, and then it got deleted. Hmm. I love the world we live in, don't you? <laughs> hey, man, it's a uh, it's not a bad idea. You know, you make some free money. Makes people money. buy your you buy your shitty thirty dollar cooking game, and you just use their hardware to mine Bitcoin. I think that's the sad, the worst part is how expensive the game was for how poorly made it was. <laughs> it's like thirty nine ninety nine for a flash game. Yeah, yeah. That didn't um, even have all the uh, the all the things they promised in it. I don't think there was any online play or anything like that. No co-op, right? <sighs> I stand by it. I mean, Cookie Mama is a cult classic game. I don't know why you would take a risk releasing it in that state to begin with. Because and money. Now they've just, you know, that's you say because money, but that kills their ability to make money. <laughs> like, well, you want to make if, money, if you make get, a quality if, product. If they didn't get caught, they'd be making secret money down on the download. Okay, well, you can't get caught. You you can't avoid getting caught if your game is turning people's switches into hot plates. Like, I'm sorry, that doesn't work. If after I'm done playing your game for 30 minutes, I can cook a fucking egg on my switch, there's an issue. Something else that someone noticed is that on the few physical copies of the game that did come out, the new mm-hmm. game, the ones that did make it out of the wild... Um, all information on the back of it's wrong about the features. It's got the wrong year. The game came out this year, but it's marked as 2019. Oh, like, wow. All, all kinds of stuff. Stuff the that just doesn't deal, add up. 
it feels like this game wasn't actually licensed and developed by an Nintendo affiliated company. It was it like, feels uh, like this game came. It was developed by like com. Mr. Robot or something. Yeah. <laughs> right, who was the developer on it? Was it Cooking Mama Cooksar, right? I think that's right. This feels like uh, something you would find on AliExpress or like Wish. Like... Actually, I saw seeing a Wish. I saw a video on Wish of somebody who bought bullet, uh, bulletproof vests. And like bulletproof yeah. uh, 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 inserts, yeah. and one of one of the inserts said it was rated for level five, and level the, ratings, five. the ratings it's only go up to level four. <laughs> yeah, the ratings only go up to level four, and somebody said, "Oh, it's level five rated. I guess this protects you from like laser beams and death rays." <laughs> <laughs> there is actually an official. The way the body armor gets rated is it's sent off to this testing company, sort of like how cars are sent to two different testing companies in the U.S. And don't they just shoot it? Well, they shoot it with a variety of ammunition and a variety of calibers of that sounds ammunition. Like such a fun job. I want that job. <laughs> well, they shoot it to test a couple things. Basically, the rating is based on what it... The levels cover a range of calibers of what it can stop effectively. Right. By effectively, like, that means that... From like 22 it's stop all the bullet, way up to like 50 And the plate also won't punch you in the ribs every time you get shot. Right. <laughs> so... That's where it's rated at. Like, steel plates are the worst because you have spalling, which is where the bullet fragments and it sprays out and you get hit, like, in the neck and the chin and the face. Um, but they also dent very easily. Steel molds a lot, so you get, like, this big dent basically going into your stomach or your ribs. Oh, it's a bug. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, but ceramic plates and things like that, they've been testing different armor for years and years and years. Like, two decades this has been going on to rate things from Kevlar all the way up to the new, like, polyethylene stuff. Um, well, you said so yeah, Level 4 is the highest you can get. Level 4 is up to 50 BMG. Um, but it'll stop, like, the 1 to 50 can, BMG. It's can, not like, going to stop you, said, <laughs> you can only put four plates in when you're playing Call of Duty, right? <laughs> three plates. Okay. If, if you put three you plates in, and, and they're all in level life, four... You will look like a snowman. If, the, if you put three level four plates in, though, technically your armor's level 12. Oh, there you go. No, it's not. That is not how it works. <laughs> That's how it works. It's math. I know. You will be a giant target, is what you will be. <laughs> no, man. You can't be with a nuke. I got level 12 armor. What's up? Oh, my God. All right, so it looks like the, the company, are. the developer is... Um, Planet? First Playable Productions. Uh, First yeah, the... Uh, they've made... Planet... Looks, Planet Entertainment. Well, those are the, the those are the publisher. Um, the publisher, yeah. Um, so it was developed by a company that, if you look at them, they've made children's games, but like it looks like low quality. Yeah, I found them in in on our web browser. Basically, they're a company in New York. Um, founded in April two thousand five, has forty people working for it. But then you have Planet Entertainment, who is the biggest issue, I think. And, they're... yeah, they make basically educational games. They go a little bit more. They put out... Yeah, they see, this is something that you would expect. It looks like they've been trusted Planet Entertainment for a while. With They've got Cabela's, Bass Pro Shop games, uh, other stupid party games for the Switch. Apparently, the, the publisher is involved with David Koch, who's like the... Like activist, like right wing philanthropy guy. So there's some there's some backstory there too that I don't want to dive into. I feel like we spend enough time talking about it. But let's just say, Cooking Mama is, is it launched undercooked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
<laughs> they would have gotten kicked off of the Great British Bake Off very early. Uh, although, I do want to know how to make one of those rainbow grilled cheese sandwiches that's on the cover of the game. Uh, <laughs> that's, that looks like a cool idea. Uh, so, it wasn't David Koch, but it was his brother. who's the one who's involved with the publishing company. John Koch? Oh, wow. So Charles. I, Damn it. I knew about this, but I didn't know what they did in game for it. Um, Rick May was the voice actor of the soldier in TF2. Where did yeah, this he come passed from? Away. He oh, passed yeah. away. So in TF2, on various spots of various maps, they added soldier statues Aww. commemorating him. Like oh, part of me is like project. that's that's a nice way to a nice little send off kind of thing, but the other part of me is like I feel like they were just trying to find a way to get more people back into Team Fortress 2. They always are. It is one of the best but most underplayed free-to-play FPSs out there. <laughs> That's the problem with saying it's the best. There's so much shit going on. It, it, it's kind of like, you know how we talked about, I think it might have been last week, or last episode, Nate, where we were talking about how you don't go back and play old Call of Duty online games because it's just filled with modders. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of, I mean, Team Fortress 2 has kind of hit that point as well. When I say best, I mean best mechanically as intended to be played. Okay, that makes more sense. <laughs> it's like if I say that, you know, Call of Duty World at War was the best Call of Duty game. I'm not saying it's the best of its current state where people are literally flying Wait, around the map and shooting all I heard was the second unicorn part of that. rainbows. Take what? that back. Call of Duty <laughs> Modern Warfare was the best Call of Duty game. Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare. Okay, whatever. I OG I'm giving an example. A World at War was never the best anything. <laughs> I'm going to break quarantine just to come to your house and drop kick you in the teeth. Guess what? <laughs> you won't. <laughs> anyway. You can't jump that high. Hypothetically, COD World, if I say that Call of Duty World of War is the best COD game, I'm not saying it's the best well, in Hypothetically incorrect, but continue. Where people are flying around and shooting unicorn lasers out of their fucking guns. Boots on the ground, <laughs> I'm saying it's best in the state it was released in and intended to be played in. No, when it launched, it had tanks. They patched out the tanks. Okay, Call of Duty 4, blah, 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 everything I said after that. All right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I really enjoyed Call of Duty 4. That's all I'm going to say on that subject. Until oh, people started flying around the map and walking. Are you in the are you in the Mile High Club? I'm in the Mile High Club. Uh, no. No, because Dave never completed the co-op mission with me. Ooh. No, on Call of Duty Modern Warfare 4, the first one. The first one for the Xbox. Uh, first story, narrative, future, Call of Duty for the Xbox. The playing level at the end, you have to beat it in under sixty seconds on veteran, yes. and that's how you get Mile High Club. I just Although we we are missing an achievement in Modern Warfare Two, Nate, for doing yeah. the co-op missions. You're right, because I don't uh, have. I know I'm right. <laughs> Fucking hell. Anyway, of course I hop on no. Twitter just. To I'm look sure at Nate's, trends. Nate's and, super happy that I'm back. I can tell. I can hear it in his voice. I, I just happened to be on Twitter to look at, and I saw the trends, and for some reason, divorce is trending. I'm like, well, yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I read an article about that like two months ago. The people in Japan, the divorce rate was spiking because they were all like, got cabin fever from being stuck with one another for a month or two, and they're like, nope, this ain't gonna work out. <laughs> it's really weird because the birth rate in Japan is down 
like past the replacement oh, man. mark, so they can't wait, even replace. Wait for properties. wait for nine months from now, man. There's gonna be hella babies. I oh, wish no. there wasn't. Blue Lives Matter is trending on Twitter. People are fucking right. Yeah, now. of course it is. Let's not get into that. Oh, I, I do like the first one I see is there's only one blue life that matters, and it's Megamind. <laughs> yes, <the> Megamind. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to go away from that no, topic. I see why it's trending. No, no, no. It's Nate. trending no, no, no. ironically, okay. which is cool. Oh, which is cool. <laughs> there, was a, um, there was a live PD clip from yesterday or the day Virginity before. Virginity is also trending. trending. There was a live, live PD clip of a trending. guy who, who ran from the cops, totaled his car, eventually got caught. Um, all because he had like one outstanding child support warrant, but on the back of his car at the end of the clip, they zoom in and he's got a Blue Lives Matter bumper sticker. That is fucking hilarious. Yep. All right, well, let's Just get back over today. over to some of these actual podcast topics. It's Day- the Rock's no. birthday. Let's do it. It's, it's the, the Rock's birthday. It's the Rock's birthday. Yeah. Oh, yeah happy birthday. Happy birthday, Rock. His last tweet about it was, actually, I was arrested at 13, then lost my virginity at 14, and then forced to leave Hawaii. Not because of my horizontal hula skills, but because we couldn't afford to pay rent. <laughs> what a journey, and thanks for the love. Stay healthy, my friends. Horizontal hulu? Hula? Hula? Hulu. He's making a joke about Hawaii. Oh. Where he lived. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because That's where his family's from, too. Didn't get the joke. Yeah, I saw that movie with him in... Uh... Uh, Jason, it's in, it's in my, my back catalog. That's a, it's a it's a fun Cal- ass movie. Calvin and Hobbes. Yeah, Calvin and Hobbes. <laughs> Which one's the tiger? Is it Dwayne? Uh, jo- is Dwayne Johnson? Um, <laughs> I like Dwayne Johnson, but you know you heard he can't go to Kinkos anymore, right? Oh God! Because paper beats rock. Got him. <laughs> Well, Dave, it was nice having you back. Uh, we'll All right, I'm out. I don't know. I'm muting my mic. Can you hear me? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were just going to leave the call completely and come back in. Um, Paper beast rock. So I want to actually start on... Nate, do you have it opened or no? Do I have what opened? The podcast topics. Not at the moment, but right. I'll have it open. Dave, do you so. have it open? Nope, I was going to put some research into it, but I got caught watching TV, and I just figured I'd do like I always do, which is wing it. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, I'm going to skip to what's the second thing, instead of going over the first one, because we talked about one individual game already. Um, but, hey, all right, this year sucked, everything's been canceled, postponed, no E3, no GDC for reals, they're doing digital, I think. Um I think we we got one, we got away with for real, for real. one of the PAXs. None of the other PAXs are happening, though. Um, but thanks to everyone's favorite, Jeff Keeley. <laughs> uh, <he laughs> Stop Sorry. writing things, Nate. Poo poo pee pee is what he typed. <laughs> Super profesh. Um, no, Jeff Keeley on Twitter this past week announced Summer Game Fest, which is going to be a multi a multi month. And by that I mean like. May through August. I think I remember hearing about this. Yeah, a digital gaming event. I'm gonna. I should have put the event in quotes. Uh, with many many partnerships in the gaming industry. Um, he in one article he in one interview he actually described it more as instead of like a one stop place for every conference to him him hosting everything. It's more of 
to think of it as a Google Calendar, he called it. Like, hey, we're going to be putting together, you're going to know when these things are, when these in-game events are happening, uh, when announcements are happening, when it, when you can start playing some... Like you said, a calendar. It's like a place yeah. to keep the announcements for the announcements. Yeah, and he's they are partnering with people. He's already announced what they call Phase 1, and that is going to contain... We got it's actually a list of things. We got 2K, Activision, Bandai Namco, Bethesda, Blizzard, Bungie, CD Projekt, which isn't red. Why is it now just CD Projekt? When did they drop the red? Uh, I thought there was a CD Projekt. Yeah, it just says CD Projekt now. Um, I don't know who. The, what is this one? Something Extremes. Can't read it. It's very small. Uh, EA. Yeah. PlayStation. There's still it looks like there's still CD Projekt Red. Yeah. Okay. The the image. They, I guess it just doesn't say it in it anymore. Um, yeah, PlayStation, Private Division, Riot Games, Square Enix, Enix, whatever, Steam, WB, which a lot of people are excited about, and Xbox. Um, sadly, he's already, uh, Jeff Keighley has also mentioned that he hasn't been able to get Nintendo on board, but he hopes with it being a four-month-long kind of thing, he can get them on board and doing some, some kind of thing with them. Uh, but yeah, we don't have E3 this year, but this... After so seeing, apparently... CD Project is like the name of the umbrella that it's all under, and Project Red is technically like a subsidiary of CD Project. Oh, okay. Sorry. Figured I'd throw that out there. Go Thank ahead. you. I did not know that. Um, Me either. But yeah, I I'm excited. Uh, they he or the, I think it was actually from the actual Summer Game, Game Fest Twitter account said uh, first announcements are starting this week. Um, what isn't counting in that is, I've already reached out to both of you, I think, uh, the May 7th is a first look at some third-party games and other stuff coming to Xbox Series X uh, for that whole special Inside Xbox showing. That is not part of this. Uh, even though Xbox is part of the whole Summer Game Fest, they are making sure that they know that that is separate, I guess. Uh, it's it, it's interesting. I'm excited to see what he does because the one thing that Jeff Keighley's done as t- has taken small, stupid internet things like uh, Game Awards. And I remember back in the day, the Game Awards were not good. And now they're slowly becoming like you watch it because there are announcements, there are reveals, all that fun stuff. Um, and like it's just a celebration of gaming in general. So I'm excited to see what he does with this first time out. Um, we knew he wasn't going to be doing E3 from the beginning of the year, so this really seems like it was a last-minute people reached out to him to put this thing together. Like, hey, we still got stuff to say. Yeah, because I mean, he he basically announced, was like, yep, not doing this. I'm going to be doing that opening night live with G. I think it's GDC. I can't remember what. <laughs> thing that, bless you. Gesundheit. Um Damn it! I thought I muted my mic. <laughs> He, he, he unmuted just to see. <laughs> yeah, it turns out Nate's no, been muted I the entire time. No, I the thing to red. Wait, can you still hear me? Yes. Yep. What the fuck? This doesn't work then. Click the click the mute button again. I'm not using the mute button. I'm using my inline mute on my headset. Oh, Thanks. yeah, that shit's busted. Oh, yeah, that's not working. I actually have a mute button on my microphone. Because I can be like... My microphone's a little adjustable, extendable arm, and when I kick it up... It, just it works on everything else. It just doesn't work on this weird well turns out you can't mute that way nate um <laughs> you gotta hit the deafen button isn't that what it is what is it where does that block oh no that blocks everything doesn't it yes deafen block your sound Damn. just press just press q that's what i do q 
QQ. Yeah. Uh, ultimate. I'm excited to see what comes out of this. Um, it'd be interesting. I don't think it'll be a full-on replacement of E3. Uh, but having one place it to... It beats nothing. It beats nothing. Yeah, yeah. That's And that's the worst, worst best part of it. Uh, instead of having a year where we had nothing, at least he's trying to put something together. God damn it, no, Nate. I just saw the poo-poo pee-pee again. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Be an you adult. On that line. <laughs> no, it's going to be interesting to see how this changes the uh, sort of cultural hype train. Um, now that things seem like they're going to be more spread out, we're not just getting trailer after trailer and announcement after announcement dumped on us all within the same couple of days. I like those, though. I mean, people like I do too. Uh, I, I will say the, that was just... the one thing I was worried about the most. I guess not worried, but going to miss the most was, hey, take a week off from work, stay home, watch, watch, or uh, I want to say convention. It's not convention. What are they called right now? My mind is blanking. Somebody help me with words. I don't know. Conference. Boom. Conference, conference after conference. Just having, you know, to have that time set aside. I mean, hell, it was. I think part of it was just being able to hang out with everybody and just sit around and watch it together, react together kind of thing. Yeah. So. I mean, that was part of it, definitely. I'm just, again, interested to see how that changes, how we're going to be able to, uh, well, how we're keeping up with that sort of summer blockbuster gaming news. Yeah. Well, especially in its, what throws it off the most is that this is a new console year. Um, exactly. Yeah, we're supposed to be getting new hardware this this holiday, and they can't do any of the stuff they normally do as far as announcements. Which takes me directly in, if we if you guys are good on this very short topic y kind of thing, uh, into the next topic, which is that Phil Spencer still expects the Xbox Series X to release on time. It's still on track despite pandemic. Uh, says the teams are doing really good on. Oh yeah, teams are doing a really good job on keeping our schedule on track, our hardware on track. I can't read today, guys. It's a Sunday. I've worked for four days straight without any time off. <laughs> My mind is broken. Um, well, XboxArrow.com is also reporting that production seems to be in full swing, uh, according to a user that they. Have on their site, the Series X production has started at my warehouse in Malaysia, and we are told China is already well, has already started working on it as of last Monday, and they're going in full capacity. Thank you. Uh, now I was going to say picking back up with that. While yes, the system itself seems like it's going to be going smoothly. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Um, what Phil Spencer does say is he's he says the bigger unknown is probably the game production. Just being honest, game production is a large-scale entertainment activity now. You have hundreds of people coming together, building assets, working through creativity, creatively. Uh, so obviously, they yeah, are... it's it's going to be the developers that are really going to be yeah. the one to carry carry this next console's life cycle, and none of them you know can work right. Yeah, the At only game the only game we know that is supposed to be coming out, they haven't announced any delays yet. Uh, that was supposed to be a launch title is Halo Infinite, which I mean I'm still pumped for. Uh, but the problem is, as long as there's bug-free backwards compatibility, I'd still be a day one adopter because 
um, this is the exact same issue that they had with the original Xbox One. I don't know if you guys remember, but for like six months, there were three games on the Xbox One. It Peggle was, 2 uh, was one of them, wasn't it? <laughs> it, it which one? Halo? Gonna I was going to say Peggle it, 2. And then it was it was Titanfall, Dead Rising 3, and Forza 4. Those were like the three games that were out. Yeah, that were first party. Well, was it was that weird? Um, Rise, digital... Son of Rome was another one. Oh, I forgot about Rise. Oh, you right. know what? I yeah. think it was Rise, not Titanfall. I think Titanfall was a little bit later. You're right. Titanfall was like a uh, holiday, and the other three games yeah. carried it to holiday. Yeah. But yeah, so those three games, Rise, Titanfall, Rise. I keep saying Titanfall. Fuck you, Chris. Rise, <laughs> Dead Rising, and Forza were the only three games out for like, honestly, legitimately six months. Yeah. Um, yeah I bought Rise. I'm <laughs> sorry. Rise. I didn't buy it at launch. I bought it when it was on like sale months later. Me and Nate fucking powered through Dead Rising 3 so fucking hard. We did. And the day you slapped me around with a dildo a bunch of times. I got the, I got the clip. Of the yes, dildo? So the most interesting thing about this is when they came out, when he's coming out and saying basically, hey, the games might be delayed. They announced already that none of these Xbox Series X games are Series X exclusive titles. They have are they already said that at least within the first year of launch that there would not be anything exclusive to Series X. So anything that would play on Series X is going to be able to be played on the old Xbox. If this was five years ago, I'd be worried. But especially after last E3, when Xbox talked about how many studios they've been able to bring under their wing, like yeah. over the last two or three years, um, I'm not worried. Obviously, it'll take time, and I'm fine with that. I would be more worried if this was, you know, like I said, five years ago. But now they have, like, I can't even begin to, to comprehend how many studios they've acquired. Like, it started with, like, Minecraft. It started with Mojang. And now they've got... Everybody, they, they got the guys double fine. Hellblade, they got double fine. <laughs> they got the guys that made fucking uh, Forza, the turn ten guys. They got like all of them are all under their umbrella now. I'm not so worried about Xbox acquiring developers as I am some other publishers and even hardware companies because Xbox seems to be treating their developers, you know, fairly compared to the way they would have been treated under other publishers or other major console companies. Uh, Sony seems to be grasping at straws to maintain exclusivity, whether it be for a developer that they actually directly own or they indirectly partner with, like Activision. Um, Nintendo will always be Nintendo. I mean, they develop games in-house. So Yeah, that's. I think right now the biggest fear with Nintendo... I going back to that summer game fest around the same time that this that was announced nintendo also announced that they had no plans of doing another nintendo direct anytime soon um which as nintendo fans i'm like you like you mentioned well, i'm upset about the shit out of animal crossing i'm loving animal crossing but at this point they don't have any re any planned releases big releases uh aside from maybe no more heroes this year and that is Nintendo's gonna be fine. Let's talk about the so. fact that Nintendo released a console with no fucking voice chat support, and people still bought it up. And we still love it. Yeah, but that's because I think the average person who plays, who buys and plays Nintendo console, isn't even looking for online play to begin with. That's like Nate and um, I. Nate, we were playing online in Animal Crossing together, and we were just using Discord. Yeah, 
I'm not hooking my phone up to my Switch to do voice <laughs> chat. That's just not a thing that's ever going to happen. I will admit, I, I wish that in my the biggest downside right now for how their online is working, I hate that I can't upload more than one uh, created... One photo at a time. Yeah, because you have to do it, upload it, add it to your game, then change the uploaded picture, add it to the game, change the uploaded picture. Well, oh my god, this the is The other thing I hate is they support Twitter the uploads but you can't do like a mention or a hashtag or an at right on yeah. the switch no you can't so, you just have to remember you just have to know what those ats yeah oh you have to do are. it manually yeah so there's well, no, a- there's no api i upload it to facebook first and then i copy what i post on facebook upload that to twitter and then add my hashtags the and mentions afterwards the thing mm. about nintendo is though they can be crappy to third party or even first party developers and it not affect them because they're like super solvent like they can make no money for like the next 30 years and still not run out of money so well, xbox and sony has to be a lot more careful about stuff like that well xbox and sony are the two who are competing with with each other the most and so, oh, i had said a while ago that it's that sony's got to come out swinging in a big way against xbox if these features work for xbox Series X will launch. If backwards compatibility works and all that stuff is squared away and good to go, if the console has a solid launch, then PS, then Sony has to have just a solid or a better launch to even compete. There's always going to be fanboys who stick to one console or the other. Everyone knows that. I think but, that's that Sony's got some some secret stuff that we're not talking about though too. Stuff like VR and I mean they well, have announced that they will but be VR, VR support has to be. Sony does have a lock-in on the most accessible VR there is right now. The problem is, is accessibility doesn't necessarily translate to popularity. And I think Sony is figuring that out. One rumor yeah. that I've been reading in the interim, and from when I wasn't on the uh, podcast, is that they may be working on another handheld as well. Which I don't know why they would. I love I, I love certain aspects of the old like PSP. I still have that somewhere in my house. Um, it's because Sony's a Japanese company, and they look at the Nintendo yeah. DS and they go, "How the fuck does that thing print money? How come we don't have that?" Well, it prints money for a number of reasons. I can actually yeah, because it's got JRPG support. It wasn't even the JRPG. It's also it got Nintendo support. That it was too expensive to make a game for the PSP or the Vita. That's why I said those new hardware. Games, those systems new. had double to triple the processing power of a 3DS. They had three games with graphics that were miles above what a 3DS could produce. Too bad they had to be on fucking UMDs. But they didn't sell because they were expensive, and it just didn't have the feature set that the 3DS had. It was a complex machine. It was marketed towards more of that teenage to adult demographic than that child demographic, which is who handhelds were primarily brought for it. So Sony tried something. They took a risk. But that risk ultimately failed, and if they do it the same way again, they can expect to fail the same way. Well, that's the funny thing for me, is you saying that Sony already tried it and they failed. Nintendo. Nintendo had the Wii. The Wii was great. They put out the Wii U. The Wii U was a failure. Just outright failure. Everybody knows that. Yeah. But and that's what, what they did the was, was realize that people enjoyed playing their game in that handheld mode and then being able to swap it back to regular TV mode. Yes. And they just and went with that. I'm like, yes. The Switch is everything the Wii U should have been. Yes. I the mean, I was so happy that the Wii U was close enough in my bedroom that I could go take a shit and still play on the handheld. Uh, the Wii U, the the Wii U also didn't, the Wii. didn't have third-party support. Yeah, that's well, the most important part. didn't have third-party support, and the major problem with the Wii U that we know of was poor marketing. 
when the Wii U came out, nobody knew what the fuck it was. It has a bad name. <laughs> yes. And it well, all had thing, limited storage, too. Really limited storage. It had a bad name. It had limited storage. It had it had everything. But and the its major release issue, schedule the major overarching issue abysmal. was poor marketing. When you sell a console like that, a console you expect people to pay $300 for, you have to let people know what the hell it actually is. I think it was three ninety nine at launch. Yeah, it started at 400 and, well, even so, four hundred dollars. Oh, even justifies of, it more. You launched the console, games, and most people who look at it think it's a handheld. Watch Dogs came out on the Xbox 360 and PlayStation a year and a half later. A stripped-down version of it came out on the Wii U, and it was buggy as hell. <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. And of course, it was. Yeah, I completely well, I forgot think... that it even came out. Yeah, Ubisoft finally got it out, and it wasn't even in like a completable state. Like it had game-breaking bug bugs that had to be patched later on. I think the future we're looking at. I don't know what's going to happen as far as Sony is concerned. The way, the fact that it's taking them so long to even give details on what the PS5 really is. So, in that, all of all of the new hardware is just basically low budget console. I mean, low budget PCs. I mean, the Xbox itself just looks like a fucking tower PC. Well, Um, even if it's a low budget PC, you have to take into account the fact that it would cost you a lot more to build a PC with comparable hardware in it. Yeah. Like, uh, it isn't a low-budget PC in the sense that I could go buy those parts now, put a PC together, and it'd be just as good as a Series X. It wouldn't be. So there are a lot of, of theories behind what's going on with PlayStation, and I I agree with the fact that they had plans, they were going to do things a certain way, and then everything hit. Everything hit, they had to cancel certain... I mean, they, they announced, yes, we're not doing E3, but we're going to we're planning on doing all these other showings. All those other showings are now canceled. They were originally planning on doing those in a live setting. I don't think they had it ready to be like, all right, we're going to do this digitally. And now when they have to do it digitally, it's a little bit harder to work from home to do that. Um, Which, oh, in that, like going back to the first hardware details, I guess you could call it that Mark Cerny conference where he was just in front of a green screen talking to not real people in front of him. Um... It is a very boring thing to watch. It's got a lot of really cool information in it, but like as something that you, as something you marketed to the public to watch, it made it kind of dead on arrival, where nobody gave a shit. If you cared about the console in any way, you're like, this, this is nope. I think I'm getting an Xbox now, because uh, <laughs> that's that's the one upside Xbox had over everything. They announced the console. At the Game Awards, going back to fucking Jeff Keighley. Um, they announced the console. They announced the one of the first titles that is coming to it uh, with the sequel to... Uh, Hell, was it Hellblade? Is that the name of that game? Sinuous Sacrifice? Hellblade, that sounds right. Yeah. Uh, they, they announced that the next one's coming to that. They showed off some really pretty, pretty in-game generated kind of stuff. Um... And they're like, hey, we're going to give you more information next year. And everybody was like, okay, we're in. This is a thing. Sure, they made fun of how it looked, but we got to look at the console. From Sony, all we know right now is it is pretty close um, tech-wise to the uh, Xbox One se- or the Xbox Series X. I'm fucking there. Here we go. That's Microsoft with naming. They're almost as bad as Nintendo right now. <laughs> because <laughs> we had the xbox series xbox one series xs <laughs> but now i was gonna say we have xbox has their whole thing you they're very hey this is what it looks like this is what it's gonna do sony's like here's the really tech jargon kind of side of it 
here's our logo. Guess what? We're calling it a PS5. Oh, and here's our controller that looks like some weird Transformer motherfucker. The, the, oh, the, the problem with PS5, again, is that they're just not getting any news about their hardware out fast enough. We don't know what its feature set is. We don't know if it's going to have exclusive titles at launch, that kind of stuff. And it, so the only hope I think the PS5 has right now is to snipe the Xbox Series X. Is they've got to wait for a later launch window, and they've got to blow the Xbox Series X completely out of the water with better features, exclusive titles at launch, all that stuff ready to go. They do have a cooler they name want. because they they're the first ones to pull out their fifth console. Um, they can call it the PS5, and no one's gonna buy an Xbox Two <laughs> when the yeah. PlayStation Five is out. <laughs> so then Xbox is gonna call it the Series X, which is in no way confusing because not like the current version isn't called the xbox one x or like, you know, like they're they really they need i like when project, it started being called the xbox one project scarlet is my imagine favorite enough people you know in a retail store going yeah i want the new xbox for my kid and they're going okay so we got the xbox one and they're like no i want the new one <laughs> you're right well and no not the new say, one the slim new one like, they've what? talked about they've i was gonna say there have been that's another thing where there's either there been leaks rumors or whatever about there's the xbox series x is the big one but then there's the rumor that there will be the xbox series s or something some other series letter that'll be the disc driveless slim version the driveless slim version that you can just like hook onto the back of your tv or whatever the fuck (laughs) make it a chromecast (laughs) but xbox yeah my xbox is a one x it was the uh, project scorpio edition so it's the oh i thought you had the solid state is the gears an s I traded in the Gears. The Gears was an S. Okay. He traded in the Gears. He had two pre-orders. He went and picked up his Scorpio, and then we went to another GameStop where he had another pre-order. Oh, uh, no, I went, I went to a Best Scorpio. Buy. <laughs> and I sold so one to Nate. went to a Best Buy, and then oh, that's right. sold me his Scorpio. So we both had the Project Scorpio ones. I only have an S. But You're I'm welcome, okay Nate. With it. I appreciate it. I don't use them enough. Plus, I most of the Xbox games I play, I play through the PC. So I still have... My Switch, which I got from Best Buy the night it came out without pre-ordering. That, I still think, is fucking ridiculous. It's pretty ridiculous. I am, I have to get on top of pre-ordering stuff again because there are collector's editions that I've wanted that I've missed out on again and again. Yes, for collector's editions, no for everything else. Do not pre-order random bullshit. No. But things like Doom, for example, I really wanted a collector's edition of that, and I missed out on that. Collect- uh, Cyberpunk, I'm missing Is that, that the one that came with a statue? No, the Doom came with a helmet. Eternal came with the Doom Slayer helmet, and it was a wearable helmet. That now, Nate, it's um, funny you don't. You up... already have like a Titanfall helmet. Yeah, it's yes. wearable and everything. And I want a Doom helmet too. Uh, <laughs> Nate, it's it's funny you bring up a a collector's edition that comes with the statue, because uh, we had another game recently announced. Oh boy, Nate, you want you want to start this one? Ass ass Creed Vikings edition. Viking. It's called Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Called Assassin's cool Creed Valhalla. Assassin's Creed Valhalla sounds like a classic rock band. It does, um, but no, there is a collector's edition with the you know season pass, all this other gear pack, and all that fun stuff. Let's and the statue what... got titties. The statue. I mean, I'm sure they're hidden underneath the fur and leather. Um... <laughs> yeah, I don't know why people keep dressing up Vikings in leather. It's not what they fucking wore, but whatever. 
I mean, you don't you don't know. They could have stole it. From I someone. do know. There's like know things, Nate. <laughs> history is a thing, Chris. I don't believe you. What's history? We don't <laughs> seem to learn from it, so we don't. I, th I thought it was funny that of all the things Vikings people, wear leather in video games. A lot of things people can get mad about nowadays. They get mad that the statue is a woman and not a man. They're well, mad that the statue is a woman. They're mad that Assassin's Creed has another female player playable character. And that's the thing. Ubisoft even came out immediately before the internet went crazy about it and was like, "Yeah, there are badass female Vikings." It's kind of the whole thing. There's a whole thing about that. Um, but yeah, maiden for a real thing. There's... One of my favorite things I read was like, "God's magic, no problem, completely suspended disbelief." Female Vikings. No, wait a second. <laughs> Um, but yeah, it comes with all the DLC, like I said, uh, a set of three lithographs, a 30 centimeter. Oh, yeah, that's right, because they're not a lithograph is just a fancy word for a shitty poster. It is um, the female <laughs> Ivor figurine, exclusive steelbook, select game soundtrack, premium cert certificate of authenticity, a certificate, certificate, uh, five centimeter male Ivor Viking statuette. I love that. The I do love that. You get a little tiny dude in the big ass girl. <laughs> they um, selling a male version of the statue separately, and the, the thing that I read, all of the butter people say is, "I'm just gonna pre-order the regular edition and the statue." It's like, fine, do that. Stop bitching about it. <laughs> yes. uh, but yeah, and then you also get obviously the the ultimate edition of the game. The um, thing that gets me about these, you complain about this stuff, is they'll go on any other topic on any other subreddit or forum, and they'll talk about stuff like we need freedom of speech and the free market is the best market system and so on and so forth. But then when the free market or free speech does or says something they don't like, they throw a goddamn temper tantrum over. It's a statue in a video game. If Assassin's Creed started putting like fucking alien statues in their video games, maybe I could understand a small bit of outrage over but you are furious because they decided to make a statue of their female playable character. I almost feel like there are those communities that I will not name specifically, but I feel like they're almost manufacturing the outrage. Like, you know, even the fact that we're talking about it is them like, ha ha, like throwing more fuel on the fire. They're winning. I don't, I don't think, yeah, I don't think it's legitimately that concerning to them. I the mean, problem, who really cares about collector's editions besides Nate? The problem though <laughs> is, is, is that's a tactic that they like to use, right? Is, they are they can be mad just for the sake of out, being mad yeah but they can be legitimately outraged about it but then when you clap back at them and you're saying okay your outrage is unjustified and they go oh we were just shit posting we were just trolling and you took the bait haha you're dumb yeah like, you either are committed to something or you aren't you can't be in the middle and then decide based on the reaction which side you want to stand on that's Same thing disingenuous. has happened a couple times before. There was a, um, a Battlefield Five statue with a woman soldier. Oh, my God. I remember well, that, that was, shit. That was just Battlefield Five in general when they showed a woman in the trailer. People freaked out about that. And it's yeah, like, women in World War One. what? It's a fucking video game, dude. Like, it's not going to even be close to historically accurate. So I will say thank you, Nebelian, uh, for shout out to him for making it easier to just find the important details about the new game. Um, but it, I was going to say the game... Thanks to, through a Eurogamer article, uh, gear will be customizable, including beards and tattoos. Um, the Raven that you see in the cinematic trailer that is also representation of Odin, because yay Odin, um, he is your animal Raven's companion. Well, what's wrong, Nate? In actual Norse mythology, Odin used ravens to 
sort of they were, they were his eyes. Things. Yeah. Um, yeah, that he, Ra- the raven's going to be your companion, your animal companion. Uh, Three-eyed raven. The main character, his name is Avor. A- it's pronounced A-Y-Y-Vor, right? Avor? Avor. Something like Avor. You got fucked up, Avor. Single-player game, features Scandinavia, Norway, and Britain. But the cool thing, and a lot of people are realizing this kind of harkens back to, was it Brotherhood, I believe? Assassin's Creed Brotherhood? Um, it's going to focus on building your Viking settlement, kind of like how in the older game where you could yeah. build up and that Assassin's town. Creed Two and Assassin's Creed. Brothers I'm fine as long as I get to rape and pillage. God damn it! <laughs> I'm pretty sure you just get to pillage. The rape part seems like it's going to be off the table. Uh, you know, weirdly, I don't know if it's going to be completely. It probably would be handled a little bit more sensitively. At most. There's a really there's a really funny bit about Vikings um, by Hannibal Burris. So if you haven't heard that, you should go listen to it. Uh, and then yeah, obviously you can choose between the male or female version of the character. Um, and I know uh, I won't say one thing because I know how annoyed you guys get about it. So cool, yeah, it looks great. I'm excited. Um, looks like Xbox got the the uh, promotional rights to it, which is always fun. Because there's already people online being like, this looks like it. Why is it an Xbox exclusive? I don't know why this would be only on Xbox. I'm like, shut up. Oh, so- somebody put together like a mock Xbox One X with the Assassin's Creed logo on it. I did see that. Oh, that's I don't cool. think that. I don't think that's official. Oh, I doubt it. Um, weird. The fun thing is, it is coming to Stadia. <laughs> mm, oh, boy. Stadia. Stadia lives. <laughs> hey, you could right now you can play PUBG for free on Stadia. Uh, I can also do anything else. Stadia has one foot and four toes of the other foot in the grave. Uh, man, this free version's out now. You can play it without owning the the expensive thing that me and me and uh, Lou paid for. And that's great. So at that point, it's basically just Steam without games. No, without as many games. Yes, <laughs> it's got some. Um, th- that's the thing. It sucks because there are some really fucking cool things about Stadia. It's just that the rest of it is kind of shit. Everyone keeps saying that, but it's just a browser-based platform. I can play what? it on my TV, Nate. Okay, you can. You could. You could do that ten years ago with any PC. Without needing, without needing my TV connected to my PC, though. You don't even have to connect your TV to your PC. You buy some piece of streaming software or streaming device, and you just stream your PC to your TV. I already have Tom a Chromecast, Paul. though, Nate. <laughs> Okay, so you already had what the Stadia was, except for a controller. And I got this really cool controller. It fits very comfortably in my hand. You're trying to justify a terrible purchase, is all I'm saying. I never said I, I'm happy with this purchase. It's a really comfy controller, Nate. Jeez. <laughs> Maybe you need to learn how to enjoy things in life. <laughs> I enjoy a lot of things, just not bad things. <laughs> uh, I Was it you or Dave that I had hold the controller at one point? Uh, you had me old Not important enough. I thought it was nice. Um, yeah. So yeah, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, really the only big game announced recently. Um, we did finally get a date for Last of Us 2 for anybody. Do either of you still have a PlayStation? Uh, I do. I haven't touched it in many months. It's probably going to be sold soon. Do we lose Dave? Or is he just being quiet? Oh, no, I'm here. I don't have a PlayStation. Okay. Oh, yeah, never mind. It doesn't matter. Did either of you ever play the original Last of Us? No. 
I want to. Negative. Okay. I might buy a copy. I saw a uh, speed run. Uh, it was completed in under 250 uh, this week. Under two hours, 50 minutes, the full game. Uh, so, yeah, we finally got a, a – Sony was basically – I hate to – I probably is the best way to put it is they were forced to announce an actual release date of June 19th um, because, if you guys didn't see it, I'm sure you have, uh, major plot points in video from the game of Last of Us 2 were leaked online. Uh, since then, they have come out and said that the leaker was not affiliated with Sony or Naughty Dog even if they were like past members, no, nothing, no connection whatsoever. Uh, it turns out it was somebody that was able to hack an older version of the system and then use the same information to get into the current version. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there's some stuff out there. So if you want to avoid spoilers, keep an eye out, mute, mute things. Uh, <laughs> it sucks though. Cause I actually kind of want to look into it because I'm never going to play these games. Um, I tried Last of Us. I just is, the gameplay was not for me. I enjoy the story. It's a really interesting story. It's just I I've realized I don't like Naughty Dog games anymore. Ever since they stopped being cartoony and fun. No, I've never. I, I've never played the first one. I might pick it up and play it. The last thing I even thought about playing on PlayStation was the Infamous series. Um. What Infamous series? Oh, Infamous. Okay, my bad. <laughs> Are you saying the last? Are you saying the last PlayStation game you played? No, the last PlayStation game I played was Spider Man, but I didn't even beat Spider Man yet, and that's technically Dave's copy of Spider Man. So, nice. well, I don't think he'd be using it either. I gave it to you. I don't remember yes. what for, but I remember I said you can keep it. But the thing is, is I just don't touch my PlayStation because for handy or I'm something. Playing on it that I'm not playing on Xbox, and I bought it to play exclusives, but I'm investing so much time. The new wave of games now are these battle pass things, and I'm investing time in completing those battle passes. And people go, "Well, why do you care about that? Why not just pick fear of missing out?" It? It's because, well, yeah, it's part of fear of missing out, but also because these battle passes give you quality stuff that you can't get elsewhere, like the cosmetic items that you get in a Call of Duty battle pass alone equal up to about $150 of value that you pay 10 bucks for, and you just got to play the game to unlock this, like. That's value. Yes, it keeps you. It's a ploy to keep you playing the game, but it's not a ploy to keep me spending money. It just gives me ten bucks, and I re-up it for free every time I complete a battle pad. So, I don't know. These exclusive games, they may have great stories and great narratives to them, but ultimately, there's nothing that's going to keep me playing through them. Because if I want a great story, a great narrative, I'll go watch a fucking movie. I'll go watch a cut together section of cutscenes of The Last of Us on YouTube. I have watched so many movies this week, movies and TV shows. I've watched so much anime lately. Like, <laughs> I watched like, uh, ridiculous. Two, two, two seasons of Bleach. Oh yeah. So what? Have you gotten to the point? How far in did you get? I am uh, at the part basically where they are gonna start the Bound arc. Oh, so you're at the point that you can skip a hundred fucking episodes? Oh, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like eighty-five episodes in. There's nothing important that happens in the bound arc. You can skip the entire thing. Oh, no, it's 65. 65. Yeah, I was going to say, I think 85 is partly into that. Because I think it's literally, you get to 60-something, and then you jump back in at 112 or something like that. <laughs> and this is why seasonal anime is better than weekly releases. Well, you, you have to remember, Bleach was still back in that time where there was not an yes. end. It just kept Bleach was going. in this... Bleach That's because the manga was still, was still, era, still so. create, yeah, being still created as the TV show was on. 
Let's see. And that was just shown to jump. I remember reading an issue, very first volume of the Yu-Gi-Oh manga, and how dark it was. Oh god, it was like, so dark. Like Yu-Gi killed like two gang members in the first two two episodes. He kills a two... bunch of dudes. Like the game, he like floats a taser over some water and has them stand on tires and stuff, and they got to answer some riddles. And if Wait, they fuck what are you up, talking about? They slip off and they die. Yu-Gi-Oh. Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, okay. Yeah, this was Yu-Gi-Oh. Like Yami plays some dark fucking games with people. And then after and five volumes, straight up kill some people. And then after a couple after five volumes, volumes Konami's like, games. "Hey, we need to focus on the card game and not the adult shit because adults aren't buying this. Children are." And then all all of a sudden they're like, TCG, 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 and that was the focus. Card games and power of friendship and all that. Hey man, the power of friendship is always important. The power of friendship wins every fight in a fucking anime. It doesn't matter what it is. It's not the power of friendship. It's the power of perfect top decks, you cheat shoveling bastard. (laughs) Like when you randomly pull the entirety of... People Zoda. have done a full analysis of various seasons of the Yu-Gi-Oh! anime and found out that the only reason Yu-Gi wins is because he just fucking cheats. Uh, <laughs> like, so, the cards don't follow any of the rules of the game. Going back to Bleach real quick, according to Anime Filler List, uh, Bleach has a high filler percentage of 45%. Um, so almost half of the fucking anime is filler. <laughs> Naruto has a high filler percentage of 41%. And do you want to know what one of the most hilarious things is? Uh, One Piece. One Piece has a low filler percentage of 11%. But that's 103 out of 932 episodes are filler. That's still too many. It's still going, too. Yeah, I'll watch One Piece when I retire. I will watch one. No, I already tried watching One Piece. I couldn't do it. So I I said I got like eighteen episodes in or something like that, and somebody's like, "Oh, you can't you can't stop there. You got to make it to at least one hundred and thirteen no. episodes." I'm like, I have other things that I could do. Oh, Someone funny I, story about what? One Piece. <laughs> I was watching anime at my cousin's house. This is like ten years ago, and he was showing me something that I thought was One Piece, and he told me that was One Piece. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Cool, I'll check that out." And then I looked for this character, and I could not find this character anywhere. In One Piece, I'm like googling the name of the character from the episode in One Piece, and I'm like, why the fuck can't I? And obviously, this was like ten years ago, so like, Ash Jeeves was like a thing. I was like checking everywhere, every search engine I could think of, and it turns out we were watching fucking uh uh uh, uh the hell were we watching? It wasn't One Piece. It was um Zatch Bell. No, it was um. <laughs> hold on, it'll come to me. Uh, Black Star, Black Star, uh, with Anime Z from. Oh, um, the Reaper one, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You're talking yeah. about Soul Leader. Yeah. Soul Leader, yeah. Soul Leader. And the character that I saw was the fucking kid with the double double handguns. The, in the twins. Oh, the that's twins. Death the yeah. Kid. Death the Kid, right. He, he convinced me that I was watching like a Death, Death, Death the Kid episode of Soul Leader. He convinced me that was Voice one by Or maybe he didn't even know. Nevercorn. No idea. Um, this guy built a PC inside of no, a I've never watched, never watched uh, One Piece. Yeah, I tried and I didn't like it, and I moved on. I did watch, I did watch Soul Eater. Didn't you? I did too, but I was disappointed. Kind of sad ending. Yeah, it was. Eh. Uh, I did look up another show that I really enjoy, and I would highly recommend to everybody. It was just Assassination Classroom. Um, no filler episodes. I tried to watch that. <clears throat> um, no, there are a bunch of anime I plan on watching soon. Now that I'm done with Community, I just wanted to finish that entire, you know, series. Um, but, uh, Kaguya Love is War is probably what I'm going to watch. Probably going to go back and try to watch Double Man Cry Baby again. Oh, I got Outlaw, so Outlaw Star for you. Yeah. Yeah. Outlaw Star is great. Outlaw Star is 
one of my favorites of all time. That's why I got I it for you. You buying that for me? Um, I think all the Ghibli films are out on Netflix. They came out like a month ago. They said they were putting them all on Netflix. Not on our Netflix. I recently com- com- completed my uh, VPNs are for. There you go. Yep. I recently completed my uh, my Quentin Tarantino Blu-ray collection. Oh yeah. Now I have every one of his movies that's out on Blu-ray. Cool. Have you watched all of them yet, or no? No, I, I have, I've watched almost all of them. Um, I haven't watched Jackie Brown. I think that's it. I think I've seen everything else. Do you watch? Uh, is Hollywood out already? Once upon yep. a time in Hollywood. Once upon okay. a time. Oh, such um, a good. See, I did not like it. Such a good movie. Uh, I loved <laughs> The Hateful Eight. I know why you didn't like it because of the fucking female characters from fucking Maya from Live Action Death Note. <laughs> No. Yeah. That's, that's not why. No. That's not why I didn't like it. There was a lot of things about that movie I didn't like. Um, you probably didn't realize that until I just mentioned it. That that girl uh, from the, the ranch is... Yeah. Uh, well, I was going to say, and so is... Um, what's her face? The, the daughter. Oh, yeah, the daughter is uh, Ellie Fanning, I think. Well, no, sorry, not the daughter. The... Um, uh, what is her name? The oh, girl mean... from... Sharon Tate. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're talking about. Yeah, the newest season of Stranger Things was in there. Um, Molly, and she's the daughter of. Uh, I think she's the daughter of Uma Thurman. Right. Oh, are you talking about Death Proof? No, Maya Hawk, daughter of Uma Thurman and uh, Ethan Hawk, is the lesbian. In Stranger Things season three, she's oh, oh yeah, 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 side yeah, by side with Steve. With Steve, yeah, in the ice cream shop. Yeah, yeah. Um, Steve's like, I like you, and she's like, Oh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm I, I don't like the pee pee. I don't like the pee pee. Yeah, so it was like just like that. She was like, I don't like the pee pee. She's like, If only you didn't Duh, have a penis. Pee pee, right? Duh, pee pee. Um, so I've yeah, been watching. I can cut it off, and I think I, I like that. Nate knows that I've been Dude. doing this. I have been Da-cha-cha. making my way through just about every single isekai available on Verve. Uh, <laughs> Eats what? It's those shows where you get this, people from a normal world it's get transported into another world. It's those shows where you get world. hit by a truck. No, you die. Isekai is the portal fantasy subgenre of manga, anime, and video games. Isekai works revolve around a normal person from Earth being transported to, reborn, or trapped in a parallel universe. Okay, I'm cool with that. Not all of them are dying, Nate. Um, you just have an obsession with getting hit by Truck Coon. The um, truck is an essential <laughs> part of every Isekai. No, it's not. <laughs> High school probably. So, huh? so the movie yesterday is an Isekai movie. Technically, in a, in a sense, probably. He gets hit by a truck and he gets transferred to a new world where the Beatles don't exist. Fucking Chronicles of Narnia is an isekai, alright? Listen, don't even go there. I can't even watch those movies anymore. Because they're bad? (laughs) No, because I keep remembering the night Nate almost died in my house. Which night? You're right, as if there have been multiple times when his life was on on the line. Sorry, now I just remembered. I'm mad at Nate again because he threw up on my steps and then didn't actually clean them, even though he said he tried to clean it. (laughs) It was dark... Uh huh. <laughs> the night is dark and full of spiders. <laughs> full of puke. Um, full, of, full of terrors. I did finish. I didn't realize they put the because. So I've been watching mostly dubbed, uh, because I've been doing things while watching, 
And... Oh, so like dot hack sign. Okay, that genre. Yeah, I got yeah, you. yeah, yeah. Um, or sword art. Yeah, yeah we yeah, fuck sword art. Yeah. Fuck sword art with a sword. Um, oh, is someone else allowed to hate Sword Art Online now? <laughs> no, we've all talked about this. The first I've season... never watched Sword Art Online. I always appreciated no, the concept, but ever. I've never actually watched it. The f- not waste your fucking first, time. The first story arc is an okay, enjoyable story arc. Everything and then the season two that, is like FPS or something? Well, no, that's even the third story arc. The, the second story arc is basically, hey, we're going to do that first story arc again, but now there are fairies. You know what the best Sword Art Online arc is? Uh, it's a fucking spinoff that wasn't even directed by the guy who writes Sword Art Online. That was the best one. Okay. I believe you. It's called GGO Alternative. Go watch it. It's GG. Good. 12 GGO Kingdoms Alternative. in another world with my smartphone. Oh, that one was horrible, and I love that it. That one's bad. Um, Subasa. Subasa is wait. Subasa. Oh fuck! I still need to watch Subasa. Subasa Reservoir Chronicles. Yeah, that yeah, is, Reservoir Chronicles is not really an isekai. It's yeah. It does. It's and that's the problem is people. It's label... more of like a Doctor Who were jumping between worlds and times kind of. Yeah, game. which like Chris would love it. And that's the thing. I love. So the people that made that also, I think, made. Triple X Holic, which I fucking clamp and made both love. Triple yeah, it's clamp. It's clamp. And yeah. I, hi- if you haven't watched Triple Ho- X Holic, I highly recommend it because it's fantastic. I've read it long before the anime was even a thing. Um, all right, Mister. <laughs> uh, being a hipster, I know. Um, Chris, I read both of them. I collect manga. Leave me alone. Chris gave me the episodes, and Nate, you let me borrow the manga back in like. Middle, elementary, not no, no listen. It's high school. Either. I have not read or listened or watched a single episode or chapter. I'm gonna have to come to your house um, and just drop off a I know there's like now. this dark haired muse girl, that's all I know. Yes, her um, name is Yuko. So, Dingo, if you, if you want to be recommended any of these isekai stuff, I highly recommend Rising as Shield Hero. Um, Absolutely. And also, that time I was reincarnated as a slime. Absolutely. I've seen that on Amazon. I almost bought it just because uh, it was on sale. Watch them on Verve. Uh, or I'll just do the thing I do. Yeah, watch it on <laughs> a different site like Funimation, right, Dave? I will watch it on Plex. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, watch those. Don't ask where those source files came from. <laughs> you can also watch No Game, No Life. No, you don't have to watch that one. one. It's a good one. Oh, Nate, did you watch any of Gate? Like I told you? I did not uh, watch Gate. Steinsgate? No, there's another. It's time, Gate. This is just called Gate. So Gate is Gate is another one, um, but it's instead of being transported like without knowing or any knowledge or anything like that, there's a literal gate that opens up a portal between our world and uh, well, directly in Japan in the in this case, um, and a fantasy world kind of thing, and they come over into our world, start fucking shit up, this. Otaku motherfucker comes out. It turns out he's a soldier or whatever, and all he wants to do is go to an anime convention. But they're <laughs> ruining his convention day, so he tries to just whoop their he whoops their butt and then saves everybody almost. Um, yeah, he's like the JSTF he, on fucking crack. Yeah, and then he is. leads, and then he leads like the force that goes into the other world to be like, all right, we got to make sure they don't try and do this shit again. Um, it's really fun. Uh, it, and that's the thing. I've I'm starting to get to the point that I'm accepting, I'm I'm moving past fan service a little bit better than I used to. <laughs> because it's just so bad in some shows, but their storylines are so good that I'm like, all right, I'll accept the gratuitous booby shots. 
anime boobies. I enjoy fan service. I mean, there's there's always been fan service. I mean, even if you go back to Outlaw Star, which um, oh yeah, there's a there's a a full episode towards the end of the anime after the main plotline resolves, where they go to a hot spring. And yeah, the, there are really the only a couple necessary. kinds of fan service. You have the tasteful kind, which is like Tenchi Muyo and love Hina. Tenchi Muyo, love Hina, the harem oh, kind of fan Love Hina, that's a throwback. That should be on Blu-ray. Love Hina you is have, one is still one of uh, my all-time favorite series of all time ever. <laughs> well, you've got the comedic fan service, which is like this is funny because this situation had no sexual tension now all of a sudden does like the that shot in that high school or whatever zombie yes. one where the bullet goes well, through her boobs twice oh, that's DX, the, DX, the third kind though is the sort of we are throwing it in your face as subversion and that's what um high school of the dead did i don't think they're just... trying to subvert anything i think they're trying to get people that like <laughs> you know, yeah, i think they're being over boobs well Maybe they are being overt, but it's done in a way where it's like they are owning it. They're I not feel just... okay, but they're not doing it because it makes people like the anime more. I don't know, Nate. And Why I... do you like those anime series? I like High School of the Dead because <laughs> it's fucking funny. One, like the guy shoots a bullet between a girl's titties. <laughs> mm-hmm. Anime classics, Love Hina. DVD collection, complete series, twenty nine ninety nine. It's no longer available. It's, it's out of print. It's oh, out of print no. on DVD. Yes, I have to still find my box. I used to have it all, but that's DVDs another one that I sold. And complete it. Oh, is the complete? Does it include the movies too? Uh, I believe so. I think there were two movies: one with his sister, and then one with the uh, uh, Cherry Pop Blossom Festival or something. Yeah. Well, there's the spring the movie, the Christmas Blossom movie. Festival. And the then spring movie, and then, again. and then the, sis, the sister movie. It's actually three movies. I didn't. I forgot. Because there's Love Hina again. I think is the last one. Yeah, the, the DVD box set is 150 dollars because it's out of print. Oh, I miss having. I wish I still had that. Is it available in anything? Last released, published in 2000. Oh, Love Hina. The only notable thing Kanakamatsu made after Love Hina was Nejima. Oh, well, you then... can buy it. You can buy it on eBay for forty dollars, but I bet you dollars to donuts the discs are forgeries. <laughs> I used to have bleach like that. I had the entire first two seasons, I think. Yeah, and then you flip the disc over, and it's one of those blueback fake ass <laughs> DVDs. Hey, it worked, that they, man. That they that they fucking burned on with like you know random ass menus that are like PowerPoint slideshows. Oh, you can't even watch it anymore. Like streaming it anywhere. Yep. God damn. Well, fuck. Now I just want to download the and figure. I mean legally purchase this <laughs> now i just want to down purchase down purchases oh oh bye oh bye great well now that we reached the point in the podcast where we're just talking about anime which it seems to be a thing you missed dave you've missed nate's exploration into um the wrong or the most adult anime that isn't porn <laughs> what so there's an anime. And, uh, Are you really? watching like Yamada's first time or something? No, I watched. I I was watching an anime. It just ended a couple weeks ago. It's there's, called, an, there's an anime about a high school girl losing her virginity. It's called Yamada's first time. Oh, I know. That's this why I laugh. Is something even worse. It's called Ishizoku or Interspecies Review. All right, let, let me Google this. <laughs> well, just to give you some backstory, without you can only watch it on anything, Pornhub. Interspecies reviewers? Yes. The anime was available on Funimation originally. Okay. 
After the first episode aired on Funimation, Funimation removed it from their platform, stating that it didn't fit with their vision and their goals and corporate <laughs> talk, blah, blah, blah. Too much titties. Exactly. Too much titties is, is the go, problem. Dave, I linked you to a listing of the so, episodes. The anime, um, you really can only watch it on Pornhub. Like, that's a legit fact right now. The anime deals with a group of guys who are adventurers in a fantasy world who they go to, one of their favorite hobbies is to go to brothels. It's a big <laughs> part of the world. The brothels each deal with a different species of basically monster on the world. Like there's salamander girls who, you know, can deal with a lot of heat. There's uh, fucking, there's one of the 10 out of 10 places that they go to is a girl who's a, um, she's a witch and she basically just clones herself again and again for 24 hours a day and gives out her clones to anybody who comes and visits her brothel and they do whatever the guys want them to do. And then she kills um, them. No, she just disappeared. Her clones disappear. <laughs> um, there's a bunch of different ones they go to. There's ones for like demons. There's one for actual succubus girls who literally just want to screw you until you die. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all this crazy stuff, right? The problem is, is the anime, when you watch it, borders on hentai. And when I say it borders on hentai, there are sex scenes in the anime, but it's like... It sounds like an explicit version of like a Rosario vampire or something. Kind of. I mean, High School DxD was even more explicit than Rosario Vampire was. Yeah, it reminds me of... Um, what, what you're describing reminds me of an anime from like 10 years ago. It was called like, Queen's Blade or something, where there's like a narrative but like as part of the narrative, like one of the main characters gets fucked by like a snake monster. <laughs> yes, well, what they do... Wait. In, what these guys do in the Hold anime on. is like these oh. brothels and they <laughs> Monster Masume. Yes, Monster Masume is another one. Um, <laughs> Dave much... starts saying the thing. I'm like, I know that one. <laughs> Monster Musume <laughs> would be very close to it, but I enjoyed it because it's a funny anime to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also treats sex finally like as an adult subject, where mm-hmm. a lot of anime don't do that. So it was interesting to me. It was interesting to me for the same reason Darling and the Franks was, where it was kind of treating. Wow, yeah. I just I just looked it up. After showing the first three episodes, Funimation stated the anime falls outside their standards, took it down from the streaming service, effectively canceling it. After that, other channels and streaming services joined them. Amazon Prime removed it from their list of shows, and even the Japanese anime channel Tokyo MX canceled the broadcast. Yep. Yeah. So you can only watch the episodes that have been released on Pornhub. It's all the entire season. The whole season is up there now, and I don't think they're going to ever get a second one, but... It was a, it's a good quality anime. Yeah. I think it's one of those things. I think vote, vote, vote I, degrading on my anime list got it up to number two before it was removed. Number two problem, anime all time. I, oh is people God. can't explain what it is or why they like it to other people effectively. People assume that people like it because it's porn, which is like, I could go watch Hentai if that's why I liked Interspecies Reviewers. Yeah, but the right. story's not as good. You know, I like interspecies reviewers because of what it is. I just can't explain what that is in a way that doesn't make people instantly jump to you like it because it's porn. Mm-hmm. Well, See, maybe I if I have some, if I have some free time, I'll give it a win. We can give it a watch. <laughs> anyway, I'm it's not a good. I knew that was coming. Ooh. I think it's. Would you say something's something Pikachu? 
he thinks it's a good show. Oh, all I heard was Pikachu. I have been playing Pokemon Go. I only just started back this week. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to touch Pokemon Go pretty much ever again. That game absorbs lives. One of the cool things is that now they allow remote rating because of all this C-Virus um, stuff. And if you are I hate in that range... I called it that, and now my mind instantly went to fucking T-Virus. <laughs> as long as you're in range and you're able to see um, a raid, then you can join it with a remote raid pass. Oh, so you don't actually cool. have to physically go to the spot and then play. If you can see it on your map, you can play. Which is cool, because I can see three gyms from my house. <laughs> and they're definitely not ones that I submitted. Definitely not. <laughs> are you a friend with benefits, or are you a nutty buddy? What are you fucking talking about? <laughs> I just saw me. <sighs> so that, um, technically I have one more thing on the podcast topics, but I know we're not actually going to do it. Go uh, for it. Well, no, no, no. This is this was something we we would have needed to have a little bit more time leading into, and I think I mentioned Nate knows about it. Save it for next. Time. Uh, I will say. Oh, you know what? We can. I'll say we what this is, and we can come up with this coming back around to it next week, next episode, two weeks from now. Um, Disney did announce a live action Hercules remake. Hercules, uh, Hercules, Hercules. So everybody, obviously, the internet was immediately like, "Hey, you have to cast Danny DeVito," and I immediately was like, "No, he let the man be seventy, however many years old, and not being a little horn." Want Danny DeVito to come back now? They've said so. He won't do it. He's too old. Too old. Too old. Let him be. So yeah, next episode, if if we remember, uh, talk about let's come up with our own live action cast. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, last time Nate and I tried to cast a movie, uh, he suggested Jesse Eisenberg, and then I went on a 20-minute rant of why I hate Jesse Eisenberg, and then I decided that we should just use Jesse Eisenberg for that person anyway. <laughs> well, obviously, my recommendation for Hercules is Ben Affleck, because he can play the shark from Jaws. God damn it. Uh, yeah, so we can do that next week. Um as long as you, I guess, I don't know, Dave, are you backpack or is this just going to be an every once in a while thing? I'm backpack, man. Yeah. What are you talking about? All right. Hey, man. Live your life. Uh, we are going to be trying That's to what I've been doing. figure out. <laughs> we're going to try and figure out how we're doing streams and how we're planning that because it's a weird. And just in case anybody was wondering, I wasn't like in a mental institution or anything. I just, I stepped away from the podcast for a little while. I stepped away from Space and Taco for a little while. Um. Add some personal shit I was going through, and not that anybody doesn't have that, but it wasn't anything that that uh, life altering or life threatening. But uh, I'm I'm back. I'm happy to be back. And we love What's you. What's your code name, secret agent? P. He's Agent P. It's <laughs> a Perry the Platypus reference for those of you that watched good cartoons like Phineas and Ferb. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad you're back. I'm, I, my code name, code name is N7. That's my call sign. N7, okay. Your Nerd. day's coming up in a couple of months. Yeah. That's actually Let's a lot hope of months. another Mass Effect comes out soon and it doesn't suck. Um, yeah, we're not, we're not getting another Mass Effect. That's not happening. I don't think we're getting anything from them in a while. I feel like there's going to be a lot of restructuring before we get anything big coming from um, Bioware. Bioware. Oh, you know what? I'm lying. 
because they were still they were in the middle of doing the next uh dragon age weren't they they were yes i wonder how that's I going to play dragon age inquisition because i've had it forever just never touched it i've been doing a lot you know we didn't do what we were playing right now what are we all playing right now before we wrap everything up <laughs> fantasy star call of duty animal crossing all right Same shit I've been playing. what about you dave um, I actually went back to doing some achievement hunting um, in preparation for dropping some videos on our YouTube channel. So I played some shitty achievement games like Gravity Duck. Gravity that was fun. Du oh, yeah. 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 You'll see a video soon. I'll uh, send it to you for publishing. Yeah. Right. Oh, not know about it. Gravity Duck. Gravity, game. Gravity Duck is fun. Uh, all I've been playing is Animal Crossing. Now, I have been going through, because of Game Pass, I have been going through a little bit of different Game Pass games that have been coming out. Um, I did recently start... I played some Dead Cells. I played some Fallout 76 oh, with the new update. Did you get the DLC for Dead Cells yet? Uh, yes, I did. Okay. Um, uh, played some Slay the Spire, Punch we, Club. We should all three play Streets of Rage 4 together because there is online co-op. Yeah, if it's on Game Pass, I'm done. Yep, came out day one on Game Pass, which I'm like, wow, that is surprising. <laughs> Uh, I know, Nate, do you want to get back into, because they've added more things and updated more, do you want to get back into Astroneer? <laughs> I could try. The thing with Astroneer is it's it's another time sink game. When I play any game that has crafting in it, I did this with Satisfactory and I had to stop playing Satisfactory. The factory I have built in Satisfactory inside of like maybe seven days worth of playtime is fucking insane. Oh, I yeah. went ham on that game <laughs> and it's burning my computer up, literally. I've had to crank my fans up to 100% speed. Dragon Age 4 currently scheduled for April 2022. Just mm. up. But I sat down one day and I remember playing Satisfactory for six straight hours without getting up to do anything. I didn't get, <laughs> I didn't get up to pee. I didn't get up to do anything. I got up and my legs were numb. I could not stand for 30 seconds. That was me with uh, the first time I started playing Graveyard Keeper. <laughs> I just sat and played that for like the entire day straight, and got Ever since it was according to the, the internet, wiki on the, one screen and a game on another screen, looking shit up. How to the only it. other thing that Bioware is working on right now is any quote unquote finger quotes working on is Anthem. <laughs> oh yeah, they're I don't know to... who they're working on it for, but <laughs> like Ubisoft worked on Gears Recon Breakpoint. I, you know what? I'm actually proud of them for at least realizing that it didn't live up to what they wanted it to, and they kind of just let it go. It's because they discovered that they can't crack on a game every year and still expect it to be good. So they're going to have to go the Assassin's Creed method. They're going to take a year or two off, and then they'll drop some good shit. is a video game and not a service space with some video game elements added to it, which is all Ghost Recon Breakpoint was, is... They put more work into the fucking marketplace than the actual into game. the store into the yeah into the into the game. Picked up something else. Oh, uh, Nate, do me a favor. Accept your goddamn game I sent you through Steam. Wait, what? I have not opened up. He said, "Wait, what?" <laughs> He's like the game. I didn't get any notification. Oh shit! I lost the game. No. Oh. That's not a thing. We're not bringing it back. It's 2020. No losing games. Why does Steam update every single day? What is the point? Nate, according to Steam, you haven't been on it for like a month. So I think it's because you haven't been on it in a month. Blame iTunes. iTunes was the first one to start this behavior, and then everybody just accepted it. It's fine. 
Oh, are you kidding me? I, I hit no to iTunes every time. Payday 2 has an update this week. Guess what the update is? It's update 199.3. That's how many times they've updated Payday 2. That's crazy. What the fuck? Why? I don't know. Payday 2 is the only thing Overkill has going for it. It yeah, has no true. other options. Yeah, it's the only game their studio works on. They do not have the funding to even develop a new game at this point. Oh, cool. Did not know this was happening right now. Um, awesome news. I guess, oh yeah, Zen Weekend. I guess we missed that this was a thing. Uh, Tiny Build currently is doing a, a sale on um, Steam. Tiny Build are the guys that made Party Hard, Hello Neighbor, Graveyard Keeper. Uh, yeah, Speedrunners, Guts and Glory. I highly recommend getting all the ones that I just mentioned because those are all the games I own from them. Um, and they're all on sale for between 50 and 90% off. Yeah. I was going to buy tabletop simulators so I could play 40k with people. Well, guess what? Now you have it, motherfucker. Well, I appreciate it. Oh, and they made one of my... They distributed one of my favorite all-time games, Cluster Truck. <laughs> God, I'm missing two achievements in Cluster Truck, but... One of them is to play it on the hardest difficulty with no upgrades. So, like, one of the upgrades you get is, like, a double or a triple jump. Oh one of them God. is, like, slowing down time. So, yeah, you have to beat the entire game on the hardest difficulty without upgrades. That's ridiculous. You know what I'm going to play next? I love you, Colonel Sanders. No oh God. The fucking KFC dating simulator. I just played a dating simulator on Xbox. It's called Blind Men. <laughs> What? I beat, uh, I beat it in six minutes. Got a thousand gamer score. Expect oh, a video soon. Damn. Um, they uh, tiny. Speaking of tiny build games, they also announced a new game recently called Kill It with Fire. I posted the uh, video a couple of days back on the um, the Twitter in the Facebook page. Uh, but it's basically you go explore a house and kill all the spiders in the house. <laughs> <laughs> and it goes from you're just hitting with a book to you have like a grenade and a flamethrower and a pistol. <laughs> I think it was about spiders when you said the title. <laughs> oh yeah, kill you the fire. Get, uh, oh, I keep forgetting about ACI wrong man is coming out. What's that? You cut out a little bit. You get Assassin's Creed Odyssey for twenty dollars right now on Steam. I need to get that game. I need to play that game. I want I to, origin, so but I don't know. Like Human Fall Flat added a new level with four more achievements. Yeah, and that's the this is the newest level that they added within like a couple of months. I think they keep adding more games or more levels. Well, so. Interesting. What's cool about Tabletop Simulator though is the number of mods that have come out for it that lets you play real world tabletop games inside of it. Oh yeah, instead so, like, of having to pay eight nine dollars for. Really there's a mod that lets you play 40k, like build army list in 40k with 40k rules and play that in Tabletop Simulator. Yeah, I highly recommend going through the workshop and finding games that you guys would be interested in playing because I uh, I know I added a handful and I was, think that'd be really fun for us to just do that random nights, whether on stream mm. or just for fun because fuck it. Fuck other people. They don't I need to see us having fun. So, like, 40k fire team games it's a small version of 40k it doesn't take a lot of time yeah nate i'm talking about people, games we would play hey <laughs> fuck you <laughs> 40k could be fun if you let it be all right that sounds really rapey <laughs> back to assassin's creed are we <laughs> I'm wondering if it would be possible to set up something like a D&D campaign. Oh, no, you can. Or I've you seen just... people have made, like, maps and stuff, and you can have imported character 
icons and all that shit. Um, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, 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 yeah. We've been, yeah, I'm good with just vocally doing it, not having to visually see anything. Um, but yeah, thank you, everybody, for joining us on another episode of Space Time Taco. Uh, if you like this, check us out on all the social media. Just search Space Time Taco. Uh, we've got, there's so many things that I need to work on. Basically, upside to all this fun shit where I'm now um, only working one of my jobs because we got furloughed. Yay. Um, I'm planning on revamping the website. I'm planning on putting more effort into figuring out this whole Discord thing because, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> and like I said, with us trying to schedule out actually doing streaming and stuff, I'm going to get everything linked and looking better and working more smoothly. Uh, Nate, do you have a regular schedule with your job? Yes, I do. Oh, that makes it's it a lot easier. You do what? So it's just not a good schedule. Oh, okay. Well, the issue that I suffer from right now is that I work nights, Thursday and Friday. And then I work morning, Saturday and Sunday. Fuck so yes, Dave. I have Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday off. But... That's when you can sleep. That's when I can sleep. That's when I can get things around the house done I need to get done. It's... I understand that like people have a five-day work week and they get two days off, but they have that five-day work week at a normal schedule, nine to five. <laughs> oh, we'll figure something out. But hey, I'm very, very lucky to still have my job, but my schedule it does fluctuate a lot right now. Yeah, that, that, I think that is the I... worst thing. Same thing with me, with me, with the job I am production. working. Once I find out how to get into a regular production stream on YouTube videos, those will be cranked out like clockwork. The yeah. one I made is simple, like extremely simple. It actually has no video clips in it. It's just images. Slideshow. But figuring out how to make it look good was the learning part of it. And now that I know some of that, I'll be able to make these a whole lot faster. <laughs> yeah. My know. experience to edit one minute of video takes about an hour if you're editing it with cuts, transitions, and effects. I had to do transitions and things like that. The other issue was with audio because I'm editing that all in HitFilm because it's the easiest way to do it, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I mean, I guess you could record it through um, Audacity. I could, but it's the cutting of the audio is what I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, you mean alongside the video? Yeah. yeah. Google yeah. crossfading in your software. <laughs> We'll I made a decent learning learning the crossfade makes audio editing a lot easier. So you can add crossfades and hit film, but I haven't found out. I haven't figured out crossfading yet. Tutorials, so. my friend. Google that shit. Google it. Right now, I'm just happy that I have a decent looking video. <laughs> That's good. Let me send that over to me, or uh, you know what, you I'll screen share it with you after we cut out here. Why would you screen share? Just send it through. Okay, yeah, I guess you can play it through that for now. But I mean, like, upload it to uh, Google Drive. I have to give you the right link to Google Drive. All right, thank you for joining us. Go stay inside and play video games. That's right. That's the temporary thing now. Not go inside because you should be inside. Stay at home. Stay safe. Play video games. Peace, love, rock and roll. Bye-bye. Aw, Nate said something. And stream... <laughs>